Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. I'm Valeria and I'll be hosting this series. Each episode will have a special guest who will share their story of success as well as their career advice and industry insight. Today's guest is Paola Hernandez. She is a fashion designer based in New York whose designs have been featured by publications like Vogue, Elle, Harper's Bazaar, and more. I first interviewed Paola a couple of years ago for Madame Blue and wanted to revisit with her on this podcast to discuss her more recent collections, find out what her design process is like, and what advice she has for any aspiring designers out there. Hi, Paola. How are you? Good, you? I'm good. Thank you for being on the podcast today. I appreciate it. No, totally. Thank you for including me in your podcast. Yeah, of course. So I think it's been more than two years now since I last interviewed you. And I just kind of wanted you to refresh us on how you got started in the industry and what made you want to pursue designing. So, well, before I actually um, started in the fashion industry, I studied philosophy. And I chose that career because I just wanted to focus on understanding the purpose of life and the meaning of my life and kind of like use the time to go deep into what other philosophers have talked about. And then within that process, I realized that my my passion was being creative in a subtle way. And design in general has always been something I'm interested in. I mean, more than design, it's like aesthetics, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, I like how fashion is not just um, designing objects that live in a place, but there are objects that actually live with people and transform in the way that people style them. So, in a way, it felt like the creative process of fashion continues even after the designer finishes the process. So, I like that about it. Then I decided to go to London to study fashion at St. Martin. And then when I came back to Mexico City, that's when I started my career. That's when I launched my brand for the first time. And then I started having shows and doing different events with other designers. And then from there, I decided to move to New York to learn more about the fashion industry that that's uh, more established in New York. So your background in philosophy and the fact that you are from Mexico City, are those two things that you still to this day feel like influence your brand? Yeah, absolutely. I feel that every collection always starts with a specific concept, and then depending on the concept itself, then I start choosing materials, graphics, uh, techniques, colors, yeah, like everything. I start choosing it based on a concept that comes to me usually during my yoga practice, and then I start developing it with my creative team. So I feel like in a way I build up a collection in a philosophical way. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the fact that I'm Mexican makes it more important for it to be deep. I feel Mexican culture is deep and it's also more about intuition and kind of like feelings instead of just 
the thoughts. So I also like to listen to that part of myself. Mm -hmm. Does your design process vary um, for each collection or do you kind of have like a routine that you that you stick to when designing? I would say it's pretty similar each season. I usually start by questioning myself like what would I want to talk about and then while I'm doing yoga I always try to be receptive about like okay what could be like a good next chapter of what I've been talking about. What would be like a continuation of what I just talked about in the last collection. And then I just let it come to me. I mean, sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it comes faster. It really depends on each collection, I guess. Yeah. And then once I have the concept clear, then that's when I share it with my creative team and that's when we start developing ideas on how to materialize that concept, right? How to make it be part of the collection. Uh, how to express that idea through clothes. And then in that sense, that part of the process is always the same. And then it's just at the end, it's like more technical aspects, but they're all based on the same beginning. What is more exciting? Is it when you finally have like a clear concept and you're ready to start materializing that? Or is it when it's all finished and you see a completed collection? I guess I have different moments that I really enjoy. One is, yes, when I have my concept and it's clear, but then the other is when you actually see the finished product and you're like, oh my God, it's exactly what I had in mind, or it's different, but it's also really exciting. I mean, sometimes an idea starts in one place and it ends up developing in a different way, but seeing it final, it's really exciting. And then maybe another time that's really exciting is seeing people wearing it, Mm -hmm. or listening to their comments and them telling me how they feel when they wear it. Because I design it with a specific concept in mind, but I feel that people also receive it in their own way. So that is also exciting to me to hear their interpretation of it. When you're designing, do you have an objective in mind of, like, I want to make women feel a certain way, or do you kind of just want the piece to serve whatever purpose that person needs, if that makes sense? I mean, I feel that in general, I like my clothes to feel comfortable and soft. So that's something that I pay close attention to when I'm choosing the materials. Uh, And when we're doing the fittings, like, does it feel comfortable or is it restraining in, like, a part of the body in a weird way? So I feel that in general, I like a loose fit more than something that's super tight. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that sense, I feel that I... That, yeah, that, that I like women that wear my, my pieces to feel comfortable when they wear it, but they still feel dressed up and they still feel like they're wearing something special. Yeah, and I think the most comfortable clothing is like what you gravitate most towards because you feel more confident when you're comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I also know that you prioritize sustainability in your collections by using certain materials. Can you tell us a little bit about your decision to make that part of your design process? Yeah, so well, part of it is um, producing locally. So I work with factories that are here in New York and in LA. My materials usually all come from Italy. So this spring, summer, I started working with an Italian factory, which has been an amazing experience because they... Their quality is beautiful and then 
they're already in Italy, so it's super easy for them to get the materials fast and then be able to develop IBS fast. Um, so that's kind of like one part of the process. And then the other is I like choosing materials that are more like a single material, like all merino wool or cashmere or silk. And that way, if it ever like had to be recycled, it's easier to, to use a piece like that. Mm-hmm. And if it's like different components. But really my, my main goal would be for the clothes to live so long that they're passed on to like the following generations. Yeah, that's Instead awesome. Instead of them just becoming like, yeah, like clothes that you want to donate or recycle, you mm-hmm. know? For your fall 2019 collection, you called it A Constellation of Time. I would love to know a little bit more about the inspiration behind that collection and your New York Fashion Week experience, because I think I saw on your website that you had a dance company model your clothing. So that collection was actually a really special one, because the inspiration was a piece that I by, by a dear friend of mine that passed away last year. And while she was struggling with these, she had like a blood like a blood disease, or I'm not sure exactly how to explain it, but it was like a blood disease, and she was fighting it at the same time that I was pregnant with my first kid, and even though she was in Mexico and I was in New York, we would keep in touch really closely about our process, and it was interesting to see how both experiences were kind of like taking us both to be present. Right? It felt like the message was like, stay present. There's like a lot of value in being present. Mm-hmm. And she was a poet, and she 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 made pieces that she called constellations, and they were like a poem, or maybe more like a line of a poem, with or like a really short poem with uh, an embroidery. So she would create shapes with, like geometric shapes with thread, that would go or would symbolize the poem. So then the piece would be more like an art piece, right? It would be like the embroidery with a poem that's like the whole piece instead mm-hmm. of just poetry that goes in a book. And the last one that she made before she passed away was called Aquí y Ahora, right? Which means here and now. Mm-hmm. And it was all about being present. And it was kind of like triangular. So I definitely wanted to do a tribute to her, to her process, and to the importance of being present through my also through my experiences as being pregnant and then becoming a mother. So I chose that piece from her, and then since it was all kind of like triangular, then I focused on the collection also having like triangular stitches or triangular patterns, and then there's the poncho that actually imitates exactly like the line that she had traced for her piece so it's kind of like a version of her piece made a poncho and this collection i wanted to show it on dancers instead of models because i wanted it to show movement to show how regardless of being present like life continues to move right so it's not like a static present it's more like a present of being conscious but flowing flowing with life mm-hmm. so so then yeah I approached this dance company that um, that I have collaborated with in the past her name is Elisa Monte Dance and the choreographer loved the idea and she created a piece based on the concept of the collection 
and then the dancers were able to perform for two hours during Fashion Week wearing the collection. So I, I really enjoyed seeing it live that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure my friend would have also liked the 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 way I, I presented it too. Yeah, it really looked beautiful. And I think a lot of times with fashion, you know, you see a collection on the runway and you don't realize how much meaning is the designer puts behind it. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's very impressive to hear like all the all the thought and emotion that you incorporated into your collection. Yeah, thank you. Is there anything you can tell us about any upcoming collections in terms of, like, your inspiration or anything you're working on currently? So, well, right now I'm designing fall 2020, right? And I feel, I feel like these new collections, like starting with the fall 2019 that I just talked to you about, and then spring 2020 that I just showed in Fashion Week in September, and now fall 2020 that I'm designing, um, I feel like like these three newer collections are definitely inspired in my experience as a mother. I feel like I'm the same, but I also have changed by becoming a mother, so I feel like my inspiration gravitates more around that specific um, experience of life that I hadn't had a chance to live before now. It's interesting to hear that your past three collections have that common inspiration and common bond behind them. In what ways did your most recent collection in September differ from your fall collection? Well, for for the one that I just had in September, I went back more to like a traditional way of showing it with models. And that collection was more about allowing for possibilities to happen. So that one was called Becoming, uh, or it's called Becoming. And for that one, I chose primary colors because I feel that primary colors uh, are the base to create every other color. So when you're allowing for things to happen or manifest, I think you just go back to the basic and primary colors feel like the beginning of every other color too. How does your routine or your schedule change throughout the different seasons of fashion? Yeah, I feel like in general it changes depending on the time of the year. Because sometimes it's more about being creative and designing new collections. Sometimes it's more about focusing on the collection being produced. Sometimes it's more focused on selling the collection, right? So I feel like each collection has its own stage. And even though some of them happen at the same time, because, for example, right now, I received the fall production, right? Mm -hmm. But then I'm getting the orders for spring, but then I'm also designing fall 2020 at the same time. So they kind of overlap, and each one has its own stage happening at once. So I feel like it changes within the year, like, depending on the time of the year, what, like, what the day looks like. So would you say that there's really no typical day if you're a designer? I mean, there's a routine, but I think each day it's a little different. Like, maybe the routine is about working, like, the whole day, but then maybe every day is a little different than the other. As your brand continues to grow, what are some plans you have coming up for further expansion? I just got a new space in Williamsburg that's my studio, but it's also a showroom that I'm going to have people come by by appointment. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's really exciting. I feel that that creates like another layer of my work because then 
we can have people come over, try on clothes, have conversations about it, uh, create different events, either with other designers or with each collection. So I feel like it allows for more conversation with people, which is really exciting. Definitely. I feel like that's really what fashion is about, you know, aside from making people feel good in the clothes that they wear and empowering people. It's also really about bringing people in the industry together and starting conversations. Yeah, totally. So looking ahead, what are some long-term goals that you have for your brand? Mm, I think one of my current goals that is long-term is to, to distribute in more stores in the States. No, I, I, for the spring collection, I started working with a showroom called Offspring here in New York. And the experience has been great. But I feel it's also a matter of time, like for, for, for both of us to have like more results. So, so, so yeah, I feel like one of the goals is that to start selling at different, different stores in the States. And that's like a long term, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about starting working with them, but continue to work with them for a really long time. Mm-hmm. When you think about your job, in general, what is your favorite aspect of your career and what is the most challenging? Well, my favorite, the favorite aspect for me is definitely the creation of the, the collection. And that's what inspires me the most. And um, maybe the most challenging is, yeah, maybe the sales part of it. For those looking to venture into the fashion industry as designers, whether they're college students, graduated already, what advice would you give to those people? Well, I think to be focused, to be patient, and to work hard. What was like the biggest takeaway from your college experience that really helped you throughout your career in the industry? Yeah, what I learned from the most was how to take your creativity to the next level. Right? I feel like at school they were always like, okay, that's a good idea, but how can you make it better? Mm-hmm. And, I like, and I like thinking that way now still as I design. It's how can it be better? Yeah, always you know, trying to think out of the box, I think, is what ends up creating really impactful results on the runway. Yeah, totally. What is something you think people misconceive about the fashion industry or would be surprised to know about it? I mean, something that I feel people would be surprised about in the fashion industry is how there's, like, so much thought behind every detail, right? I feel like fashion could be perceived as superficial just because it's, like, a way of people communicating how they feel and how they want to look. But I feel that within the industry, there's, like, a lot of thought behind every single idea and detail that, that you see. Absolutely. And I think that's one of my favorite things about fashion is just like the depth that there is to it, even though on the surface, it's something like you said that can seem superficial, but it's actually a lot more than than what it seems. Um, But my last question for you is just if you have any general career advice that you would share that people can apply to whatever it is they're pursuing. Yeah, I mean, to remain trustful to yourself. I mean, regardless if you're working in fashion or in something else, I feel that the more truthful to yourself that you are, the happier and the better at what you're doing. Definitely. 
Thank you so much, Paula. I appreciate your time. Um, before I let you go, though, I would love it if you could just share where people can find your collection on social media, online, and in stores. Okay. So, yeah, my Instagram account is Paola Hernandez, P-A-O-L-A-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. My website is the same, paolahernandez.com, and my space uh, in Brooklyn is on 101 Grand Street between Barry and White in Williamsburg. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing more of your collections as they come out. Thank you. Thank you to Paula for joining the podcast today. Thank you to everyone listening, and I hope you join us in our next Office Chats episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.